Make your plans now to join us for the G3 National Conference, September 30th through October 2nd, as we'll gather for Christian fellowship and the worship of God through song and the preached word. Our theme for the 2021 conference will be centered on biblical Christology. You can find registration details at g3men.org. Get 15% off by mentioning code G3BAR. That's G3BAR. Make your plans now to join us for the G3 National Conference, September 30th through October 2nd, as we'll gather for Christian fellowship and the worship of God through song and the preached word. Our theme for the 2021 conference will be centered on biblical Christology. You can find registration details at g3men.org. Get 15% off by mentioning code G3BAR. That's G3BAR. the bar come on and pull up a seat and open up your bible what a wonderful feast the living bread and we're discussing what it means for the streets the inner cities and the burbs and every person we meet this is where we challenge worldviews that we hear from world news in light of the scripture we are here to serve you we're your source for resources to help you on your way as you battle mean forces this is for the people who can see the importance of sound theology and the scripture that support it and this is for the truth lovers biblically performing preaching christ to the nations yeah welcome to the of reformation yeah the bar biblical and reformed welcome everybody to the bar it's your boy Dwayne in the building right back in here another tuesday your favorite podcast Super excited once again to have another extraordinary uh, guest. Uh, very humble. I know when I said that, he probably ducked his head down uh, because I, I just just something I love about his spirit. But before I introduce this guest, I want to first uh, give a shout out to the listeners, man. I really appreciate you guys uh, showing support. Uh, we had a really big turnout at G3, met a lot of wonderful people, uh, was able to uh, connect with a lot of people and um, have a lot of new listeners because of uh, G3, man. So I want to welcome the new listeners. Uh, welcome you to to the Bar Podcast and, uh, and, and hope you enjoy it. And while at G3, uh, I'm going to have to thank Pastor Josh for this, but I was blessed to be, I guess you could say, booth neighbors uh, with our <laughs> guests. And it was funny because uh, when I was setting up, I looked at the, the, the table, I was like, Wait a minute. Is, is that who I think it is? And lo and behold, it was my good friend, Justin Peters. How are you today? Dwayne, I'm doing really well, brother. Doing well. How about you? Oh, man, I'm doing awesome. Uh, big shout out to to brother Ed. Ed has been trying to get me and you together uh, for probably <laughs> about six months, man. Uh, and, and I promise you, Ed knows everybody and everybody is his good friend. So a uh, big shout out to you, brother. I know you're listening. God bless you. I appreciate you for hooking us up. Uh, Justin, man, I want to start off. I uh, always like to allow my guests to give like a brief introduction of themselves, whether it's professional or personal. I'm going to give you the floor to do that right here. Okay, Dwayne. Yes, uh, my name is Justin Peters, and my wife, Kathy, and I live uh, in Sandpoint, Idaho, and uh, I am a full-time evangelist, I guess you could say, or an itinerant preacher. And uh, my first love is exposition. I love to just exposit God's Word. 
But what I'm most known for, I suppose, is my seminar, Clouds Without Water, that deals with the Word of Faith movement, the health and wealth, name it and claim it, prosperity, gospel, and uh, most of the opportunities that I get, most of the invitations, rather, that I get to to preach and teach deal with that, uh, addressing the, the heresies mm-hmm. of, you know, like uh, Benny Hinn and Kenneth Copeland and Joel Osteen and Creflo Dollar, these TV preachers that you see. And um, so I'm, I stay pretty busy. I travel across the United States and internationally quite a few times as well, uh, usually four or five international trips a year, and uh, uh, equipping people to engage, biblically engage this heresy because it is, uh, it is that. It is, it's far more than just health and wealth. They have a different God, a different Jesus, a different gospel. And so um, uh, it's, uh, what I do is, I guess many people deem it as controversial, I suppose, but mm-hmm. um, and it can be offensive, but I tell people you don't have to, the truth can be offensive, but you don't have mm. to be offensive when you communicate it. And so, so uh, though right. I'm, I'm quite confident I don't do it perfectly, I do strive to speak the truth in love per Ephesians 4.15. But um, that's that's me in a nutshell. Nice. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's awesome, Justin. Um, to my listeners, uh, when I tell you I came across uh, the the videos on YouTube, uh, YouTube was my first encounter. And, and me and Justin already talked about this story, but I originally wrote it off. I was like, man, this guy don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I originally wrote it off, man. And, uh, and, and God's sovereignty, man, brought me back around. And and it was very, very influential. Most of my listeners know my story, uh, being in the charismatic world, as well as going into the NRA and, and all of that. And, um, and and Justin's ministry has uh, was very impactful when it comes to that. And I, I want to thank you on the on the line as well, just for allowing God to use you, not only to speak up, but then also to be bold because uh, you don't shy away from it. So I guess my uh, initial question is going to be, uh, what started you on that path? Like you know, because because on a side note. You gotta send me a link or something to you just preaching because expository because I I wanna I wanna hear that anyway but that's a side note okay. but what started you okay. with the whole presentation of uh you know the 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 false uh, gospel and the prosperity gospel what started that what led into that yeah okay sure Dwayne and I will do that if you'll you know, send me your mailing address I'll get some to you but uh. Yeah, what what set me on the track, I was born with cerebral palsy. I have a moderate case of CP. Uh, I walk with crutches. Can't walk very far, but uh, I can walk. And uh, a a lot of people that have CP are far, far more affected uh, than I am. I mean, many people with CP can't speak, and uh, I can, of course. It can be much lighter than what I have as well, but it can, you know, somewhere in the middle, moderate case of it. But um, when I was 16 years old, I was I was born in Reardon, Mississippi. When I was 16 years old. A neighbor of mine came up to me and he said, Justin, God has spoken to me and he's told me that he's going to heal you uh, as long as you have enough faith. And he told me about a faith healer who was coming to my hometown of Vicksburg, Mississippi, where I lived at the time, where my parents still live. And, um, uh, you know, I was 16 years old. I thought I was a Christian. I wasn't a Christian. Uh, 
but in the weeks leading up to this faith healer's arrival, he, was, he told me about a faith healer who was going to, to come uh, named Nora Lam, L-A-M, a, a Chinese lady. And in the weeks leading up to her arrival, he spent a lot of time with me. He was showing me scriptures like, oh, like Isaiah 53, 4 and 5, by his stripes we are healed. Uh, Third John 2, beloved, I pray that in all you may prosper and be in good health, even as your soul prospers. And so, of course, at 16, I I didn't know anything about hermeneutics. Uh, he took those verses out of context, whether he did so knowingly mm-hmm. or not, I'm, I'm not even sure. But but so I, I didn't know anything about how to rightly interpret the Bible. And, and uh had right. me completely convinced that, um, yeah, wow, the Bible really does teach that we're supposed to be healed. And and so I thought I had all the faith. I went to see Nora Lamb and uh, R.W. Schambach and a couple others fully expecting to be healed. And, of course, I wasn't. And so that was my first exposure to the movement. And uh, I will say some have accused me. I see it online from time to time. People accuse me of being bitter that I wasn't healed. And, and I think I can say that nothing nothing can be further from the truth because I, you know, if I have to I tell people if I have to live the rest of my life with cerebral palsy, that's fine. I've got all of eternity to live without it. So uh, I'm not bitter about not being healed. But that was that was my first introduction to it. I didn't, I didn't even know mm-hmm. it was a movement. Mm-hmm. You know, right. it was not until years later that I was in seminary and I started to study this movement at a more academic level and I began to realize that that uh, this movement is not Christian at all. It's actually has its origins in the metaphysical cults like Christian science and New Age and and um so I started to study it. I ended up writing my master's thesis on Benny Hinn in the Word of Faith movement and as part of my research I went to some Benny Hinn crusades. And uh so that was I wrote my master's thesis. That was uh, six, ooh, 16 years ago now. But since then, <laughs> I've, uh, it's amazing time gets away from you. But um, mm-hmm. since then, I've continued to go to these meetings whenever I get an opportunity because I, I don't want this for me to be just an academic kind of thing. Uh, I, get, I, I get in the trenches, so to speak. I go to these meetings I've seen firsthand how they do what they do. I've seen firsthand the the devastation that they leave in their wake um, amongst the the poor and the sick people who are being exploited. And uh, but what's most egregious, Dwayne, is that the gospel itself is being distorted by these charlatans, mm. and that's exactly what they are—charlatans. And um, so anyway, that's that's what motivates me. I'm, I'm motivated by the truth of God's word, and and people's people's souls are at stake. Um, I tell people oh, yeah. that the Bible warns. I mean, you don't have to read far in the New Testament before you come. You start coming across warnings about false teachers and false prophets, and and uh, I mean, it's all throughout the entire Bible, Old and New Testament, but but really, especially in the New. And uh, false teachers have been a problem in the church practically since day one and right. remain so today. So that's why I do what I do. Wow. Yeah, that's that's interesting. Um, and, and you know, grateful to God that that he, you know, I guess allows you to experience that firsthand. And then also uh, you did your due diligence. I think a lot of people just assume 
uh, that you kind of stand for the outside looking in type thing uh, and don't have a real understanding of what's going on or, you know, uh, try to play that role. But, uh, you know, sounds like you did, did the, you know, you were right there in the midst, did some research because I was a part of it, too, um, at the church mm-hmm. that I was at in Greenville. Um, you know, Benny Hinn came and uh, and and waved his coat and laid out. Mm-hmm. I was in the band and laid laid the band out and laid the people. You know, I was there. Um, one thing I remember, I didn't see it during the the service, but uh, when I watched the replay of the service um, at, at that church, they had a whole line for you know wheelchairs, like where you could roll wheelchairs up. And there was yeah. a whole line, probably 30, 40 plus wheelchairs. There were even some stretchers all in the back, you know. And and yeah. and when I, this is prior to your videos or anything. And when it was over, they rolled all those people back out. And and you know, it, it, it was it was it was a little disheartening, you know. And it reminded me of Costi's uh story, because I had Costi on here of you know wondering okay why nothing happened for them why weren't you know so right. that that right there uh speaks volume um as far as that go so let's talk about um let's talk about the the nra side um because i i had a lot of my listeners may not know anything about it uh so kind of give a, a little background on that and because i think it kind of like started surging around the same time as the prosperity gospel did um, so let, let's talk about that a little bit in your dealings or experience with that. Yeah, yeah, sure, Dwayne. The, the NAR is, uh, stands for New Apostolic Reformation, and uh, it's very poorly named because it's really not new. And it's, not an <laughs> ap- it's not apostolic and it's not a reformation, <laughs> but uh, uh, it, it is a, NAR is a twin movement to the word faith movement. Uh, It's everything that word faith is with their little God's doctrine, positive confession, speak things into existence, spiritual death of Jesus, uh, guaranteed healing, guaranteed money. It's It's all of that and even more. They have even more emphasis on modern day apostles. They believe that there are modern day apostles today who can do the same signs and wonders as did Jesus and as did the apostles like Peter, James, and John. Uh, and, and so with uh, NAR, you would have names such as Bill Johnson, Rick Joyner, uh, Cheon, Stacy Campbell, uh, Todd Bentley, Todd White. Uh, these are mm-hmm. some of the movers and shakers in the NAR. And they're everything, every, like I say, everything word faith is. They're, and what you're seeing now, Dwayne, is that you're having your uh, a melding of more classic word faith like Benny Hinn and Kenneth Copeland and they're melding with the um, New Apostolic Reformation, Bill Johnson and Rick Joyner and all these guys. And, uh, so they're really joining forces. In fact, in the last couple of years, the big conference that Bethel puts up, Bethel is the church of Bill, that Bill Johnson pastors, and I should put those two terms, pastor and church, in quotation marks. <laughs> you know, it's not a real church, and he's not a real pastor. But but uh, here in the last couple of years, you've seen uh, Benny Hinn as a speaker at their Jesus conference uh, that's hosted right. by Bethel. And so they're they're really they were never in opposition to one another. I mean, there was far more they had in common than in distinction. But but now it's just kind of becoming this one big um, 
movement, one big, you know, mass cauldron of heresy and fake signs and wonders. Um, uh, Bill Johnson, for example, Bethel Church, they're famous or infamous mm. rather for having gold dust appear on their um, in their plat in their um, sanctuary. Gold dust appear. The, a glory cloud will appear. They make all these ridiculous claims, like their students at the Bethel School of Supernatural Ministry. They they've made claims that their students walk on water and and all this kind mm. of nonsense. And, uh, but they're really right. heavy on the on the signs and the wonders and the experiential. And uh, in fact, Dwayne, just this morning, I mean, just a couple of hours ago, I was sitting here in my office, and Sid Roth. I don't know if you've ever seen him, but Sid Roth came on uh, his program. Mm-hmm. And he starts talking yes, about sir. how, um, so you know Sid Roth, yeah. Uh, Smith Wigglesworth, I'm sure that's a name you're familiar with too, but um, Smith Wigglesworth, who had a uh, healing, quote-unquote, healing ministry in the really kind mm-hmm. of the first half of the 20th century, um, starts talking about how Smith Wigglesworth took a baby, two-month-old baby, in his hands. This baby was sick, dying took the baby and threw the baby against the wall. The baby fell to the floor, and then Smith Wigglesworth went up and kicked the baby like a soccer ball out into the audience. Dwayne, that was this morning. This was just a couple of hours ago. I mean, it is is one of the most shocking things I have ever seen. I mean, what kind of demented person? would not only claim to do something like that, but then to reenact it. I mean, he, he with complete with hand motions and arm motions, everything. I mean, acting like Sid Roth, acting like he was throwing us, you know, an imaginary baby. I, I mean, wow. like, like a baseball pitcher would, would wind up and throw a baseball. I, I mean, that mm. was this morning. I mean, what kind of demented person would not have the, the wherewithal to think, you know, Maybe throwing a two-month-old baby against a wall maybe isn't the best of ideas. I mean, just amazing. I'm just—I mm. never cease to be amazed at the lack of discernment amongst these people. Right. Right. Yeah, and you know the—and here's here's the issue, man. That story is probably like blown up. You know, extra it was not always, but it's not the whole story. You know what I mean? Like they. It's sad that they lie about stuff to make it sound better. You know, um, I witnessed that with with uh, with with the pastor that that like I said when I was connected with that church, I me and him were in the same room, hearing the same thing, experiencing the same thing. But when it came when he went to the podium, the description was so different that I was like, wait a minute, did did I you know did I leave the room or you know what I'm saying like. Right. It's a lot of it's a it's a it's a lot of lies, man, uh based oh, yeah. in order to make themselves sound super spiritual. Like you said, the what kids walking on water. And it's funny because I, I was actually looking at your DVD, uh I think it was Saturday, and, and it was like, you know, you think in the age of smartphones, somebody would have caught that, put it on YouTube. Right. I mean, that's an instant right. million hits, of course. <laughs> right. Instantly. Yeah. I'd take video of yeah. that if I saw some walking on water, you know. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So it, right. it saddens me, man. And um and and you know uh, a lot of my listeners, because you know, like because of my background, people that know me, uh, you know, listen, uh, that are still kind of struggling with that world and still trying to trying to, you know, 
uh, navigate their way. And I just, you know, I pray for them. And I know, I know a lot of them personally, a lot of them are good friends. Um, so I guess I want to say like, what, what is, how does it look if Justin has, you know, friend or family, which he may do that's still connected with that nonsense how does that conversation go forth with you and them? How do you address them? You know, what, what kind of uh, grace do you use? You know, like let's, let's talk about that, how that transpires. If it's someone that you care about, that's, that's kind of have the blinders on to that world. Yeah. Great question, Dwayne. And um, what I tell people is to start with something simple and concrete. I wouldn't automatically launch into the you know the metaphysical cults and the aberrant view of the atonement and all that <laughs> their eyes are going to glaze over but start with something simple and concrete for example healing ask your friend or family member who's in this movement ask them say do you believe it's always god's will for a person to be physically healed and of course they will say yes because that's a staple doctrine in this movement right they say okay well then what do you do with Moses, Exodus chapter four, verse eleven, God said, "Who, who has um, the Lord said to Moses, who has made man's mouth, who makes him dumb or deaf or seeing or blind? Is it not I, the Lord?" What do you do with Elisha, Second mm-hmm. Kings thirteen, who died of an illness? What do you do with Timothy? Take a little wine for your stomach and your frequent ailments. What do you do with the Apostle Paul, Galatians chapter four, verse thirteen? Paul says, but you know that it was because of a bodily illness that I came and preached the gospel to you the first time. So Paul had a bodily this is this is the apostle Paul, okay? This is mm-hmm. you know, this is the author of Romans and the first and second Corinthians and Galatians, Ephesians. He had a bodily illness. Um so how do you square what do you do with that? If it's always God's will to be healed, how do you explain all of these faithful men of God who were sick? Right. And then they've got a then they've the ball is in their court. They're gonna have to decide, okay, do I believe the prosperity preacher that I've been watching on TV, or do I believe what I see in black and white right in front of me? And you're gonna have generally one of two responses, and I've had both. Uh some people will say, and I've actually had this happen to me, Dwayne. I've pointed like to Exodus 4, verse 11, and Galatians 4, 13, pointed these verses out like physically with a Bible in my hand and, and had that person mm-hmm. read the verses. And, and the person told me, I don't care what that says. Mm. My God doesn't make anybody sick. You know? Mm. And, and I'm thinking, well, yeah, you're right. Your God doesn't, but the, the God of the Bible does. Um, <laughs> right. If If a person refuses to be corrected from scripture, Dwayne, then there's nowhere else to go. There's there's no other card to play. Uh, if they won't bend their knee to the word of God, then they're just not going to bend their knee to anything. And there's just, you know, there's just nowhere else to go from there. You know, then you have to either right. walk away or start talking about the weather or who won the ball game or something. You, <laughs> they, they, yep. they can't. Uh, so now, on the other hand, what you also may get, and I've had this as well, I've had people look at these verses and they say something to the effect of, huh, well, uh, yeah, I don't know. I've, I've never thought about it that way. I've never, I don't know. And if you get, if you get a response like that, 
that's an encouraging sign. That's um, mm-hmm. if you sense some willingness to be corrected from Scripture, then that is uh, that is an up, open door there for you to walk right through and spend more time with that person and really go to God's Word and start uh, correcting them from Scripture. And, um, go to Second Corinthians 11 and read all of the horror, uh, horrific uh, trials that Paul went through. He was uh, he was in dangers from rivers and dangers in the wilderness and dangers in the city, dangers from robbers, dangers from his countrymen, dangers. Uh, he said, you know, he's shipwrecked, stoned day and a night, a spin in the deep, uh, hungry, thirsty. I mean, you know, doesn't sound like he was having mm-hmm. his best mm-hmm. life now, you know. Right, so, uh, right. So uh, that's an opportunity to go and really start to spend time with that person. And, and if they're willing to be taught from Scripture, that's a good sign. That's what you hope for. And so you take that mm-hmm. opportunity. And, and uh, so anyway, all that to say, start, I'd say start with something simple, concrete, like healing, just to get a feel uh, right. for where that person is and whether or not he's willing to learn from God's Word. Gotcha. I gotcha. So, in other words, don't send them to Justin Peters' DVD yet. Talk to him first. I'm just playing, man. <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't know. I tell you, uh, I, and I, I don't say this as any pat on my back. One of the joys that's been mine is going is I get emails from people literally every day now that um, have mm-hmm. come across my teaching or John MacArthur's teaching or you know somebody like that, and and their eyes have been open. And see, that's one of the beautiful things about this is that yes. uh, there are some scattered sheep in this movement. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Now, they may not yet have been called to the shepherd, but but they're scattered sheep. And, and when a sheep hears the truth, the truth is going to resonate with him. And, and those whom God saves, he sanctifies. He doesn't leave someone in that level of deception. So if someone right. is truly regenerate, truly in union with the Lord Jesus Christ, then they're not going to stay in this deception. They're they're not going to stay in it. Once you show them the truth, they're going to come out of it. And um, and God is pulling his sheep out. I mean, you you you're a great example of one. So, uh, Amen. You know, yes, sir. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Good stuff. Good stuff. So right here, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Hey everyone, have you checked out Deadmen at www.deadmenstuff.com yet? If not, what are you waiting for? Deadmen exists to equip disciples and grow leaders. We do this through Christ-centered articles, devotions, videos, a podcast, and free resources like books. Deadmen presents the gospel in a straightforward and intentional way. Check us out today at www.deadmenstuff.com. Yes, sir. It's your boy Dwayne in here, Bar Podcast, with my good friend Justin Peters. Uh, great conversation. Definitely excited about having him on. Um, you know, I wouldn't have known maybe three, four years ago watching you on YouTube that I, that uh, well, first that I would even have a podcast, but then also uh, that you would be a guest, man. And uh, God is just awesome how He brought us together and and uh, develop this relationship. And I'm, I'm really excited about that. So on the back end, uh, Justin, we like to do kind of a lighter side, you know, kind of fun questions. And uh, my first, and we call these our bar signature questions. So I have three of them. Um, they're not too hard, really, really, really light. So you can take a deep okay. breath. But um, the first signature bar question is, 
What kind of music do you listen to? You know, Dwayne, this is not a cop out answer. I actually don't listen to much music. My wife will tell you. I just okay. I am I am musically illiterate. Uh, <laughs> when I was when I was much younger, I used to listen to Ray Stevens, that country comedian, like the Mississippi Squirrel Revival mm-hmm. and stuff. I just I I don't know. I guess I'm one of those oddballs. I just don't listen to a lot of music. So okay, that's legit. I mean, I respect <laughs> it. I respect it. Yeah, I, that's that's legit. You know, I, I've had some interesting answers. Uh, you know, Lincoln Duncan listens to Earth, Wind, and Fire, and Motown and you know uh, 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 Nick Bassick, uh, the editor for Reformation Twenty One, listens to Wu Tang was a hip hop group, you know. So that's that's yeah. the first person uh, to give that answer, but I like it. I respect it. You know, it's it's true. I, I will you say, are, so. I, I do love I love the old hymns. I I, I think, yeah. and even though I I will. Um, even though I don't know much about music, I think the the single most beautiful piece of music ever written by human hand is uh, the Hallelujah Chorus by Handel, out of Handel's Messiah. Mm. I I just I don't know. I, that is that is one song that really does move me. But I yeah, I just don't listen to much music. Okay, <laughs> I can tell you who that's, that's, Yeah, <laughs> that's legit. Right, that's the legit. One? No, I, the <laughs> next one is. What book or books are you reading right now? Well, the 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 devotional I'm using right now is uh, "Seek Him Early" by Dr. J. Mm-hmm. D. Watson, which is a just mm-hmm. a, it's like a devotional book for theological meat eaters. It's it's not well known. I've uh, met the author; he's a great guy. "Seek Him Early" by Dr. J. D. Watson. It's kind of what I use for uh, morning devotionals. Um, I am. I've been reading a book entitled Long Before Luther by Nathan Busnitz, uh, basically asking the, or answering the question, where was the gospel before the Reformation, you know, before mm. Calvin, Luther, and Zwingli, and all these guys came came along, you know, where where was the gospel? And, and so um, mm-hmm. that's a good book, Long Before Luther. Okay, nice. Awesome. All right, last bar signature question is, what podcasts or sermons do you listen to, if any? You know, uh, people think because I use a computer in my teaching, I'm technologically savvy. I'm really not. I don't listen to <laughs> It's kind of like music. I don't listen to a lot of podcasts. Uh, okay. Uh, I, now, I, I will listen to some sermons online. I like to listen to John MacArthur. Uh, I like to listen to... Uh, to Steve Lawson, uh, some of those guys. Um, but I, you know, I'm, I'm not even subscribed to any podcast officially. And even if okay. I were, I'm not sure I'd know how to play them. Well, <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm gonna hook you up, man. Whenever we, ha- whenever okay. we hang up, I'm, I'm gonna send you the bars link in the, on, to your phone and you can hit it, subscribe and listen right there on that link. So, I'm a you know what, Dwayne? I I don't say this because uh, I'm on the air with you. You send me that, and I I promise you I will listen. I I, I will. Awesome. Uh, I sure <laughs> will. I'll be excited. Good to stuff, be man. Good stuff. I appreciate you, sir. Well, Justin, uh, man, thirty minutes run by so fast when you're having fun, man. Um, I want to thank you again for taking time out of your busy schedule 
to uh, come on the Bar Podcast. Uh, we really appreciate you here. Uh, not just me, but uh, a lot of my team members. I know some of them were able to uh, talk to you and take pictures with you at G3. We all appreciate your ministry. Uh, it has affected us in some shape, form, or fashion. I think we actually... Besides, like, two people, I think everybody on my team came out of the charismatic world. So, uh, wow. you know, uh, God, God pulled us all out, and um, and we're just thankful, uh, like I said, that he used your ministry to help make that happen. So uh, I just want to thank you on behalf of me and my team. Um, and, uh, oh, you know what? I want to say this real quick because I, I missed it earlier. Uh, we were talking about the Apostolic Reformation, and uh, – and and it was funny on your DVD. This was so funny. This happened just Saturday. So we had a friend over. My wife had a friend over. And, uh, you know, I told you we were a part of that. And, you know, some people even called called us apostle at, you know, a certain time in our life when mm-hmm. we were connected with uh, C. Peter Wagner and all of that. So that friend was over and she was one of the ones that, you know, uh, I guess you could say subscribe to that. And she came downstairs right when you said you know, there are no modern day apostles. Uh, the office is filled. Thank you so much for applying. And her eyes got so big. <laughs> oh, seriously? <laughs> it was right. I'm talking about the timing was perfect. And, and she was like, oh. oh. And then, then but, but it, it started a conversation that needed to happen. You know, we pretty much oh. told her, you know, that, that we don't, you know, we don't subscribe to that. Uh, I said, yeah. you know, I've never seen Jesus. And that's that's a requirement. You know, it's, it's, you yep. got to see Christ. And uh, and right. I'm not gonna lie and say I had an uh, you know, a vision or whatever. So that I just thought that was so awesome. I mean, that just recently happened on Saturday, and I want to make sure that I, I I let you know that as well. But in closing, Lord, sir, God. I want to give you the floor. Yes, sir. Praise God. I want to give you the floor to uh, address my listeners. Uh, whatever you want to tell them, whether it's uh, encouraging word or or even if you have an announcement, uh, just keep in mind this show probably will air. Uh, in a couple of weeks, if it's time sensitive. So, yeah, I just want to give you the floor here to kind of address my folks, and then we'll close it on out. Okay. Well, Dwayne, I just want to say what a pleasure it has been getting to know you over the past six months, and I, I wish we had I loved our time together. Brief though it was at G3, I, I wish we had had more time together, and, and Lord willing, love to, to see you again and spend more time with you. I would really like that. And and to all your listeners, um, thank you. Thank you for listening. I appreciate so much uh, your desire for truth. If you did not desire truth, if you did not have a hunger for God's Word, you would not be listening to this program. And so I rejoice in that. It's been my joy that no matter where I go in the world, no matter what country I'm in, what culture I'm in, what even what language is spoken, uh, wherever I go around the world, when I meet, when I'm with like-minded believers, there is that instant bond that instant fellowship, that instant kindred spirit, and an instant love that I have for them and they have for me, and it transcends all of those superficial differences, and um, it is just part of being in the family of God. So I, I look forward to the day when we can all worship around God's throne together and worship the Lamb and enjoy Him together. Mm-hmm. So um, thanks to all of you. If I can ever be of help to you, uh, you can contact me through my website at justinpeters.com. O-R-G, justinpeters.org. So, Dwayne, thank you, my friend. Thank you, brother. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you, sir, so much. Definitely appreciate it and uh, and, and and so grateful. Uh, man, to the bar people, definitely thank you guys for tuning in to the bar. You know, you can check us every Tuesday 
thebarpodcast.com. We're on Facebook. Just search The Bar Podcast. On Instagram and Twitter, The Bar underscore podcast. Um, make sure you check out our uh, other shows. Uh, Bars is back. Uh, Terrence Barlow interviewing Christian hip-hop artists on Thursday. Bars is back, so make sure you check that out. As well as Just Thinking with Dara Harrison and Virgil Walker covering social justice issues and and uh, current events from a biblical point of view, not a, a, a ethical or, I mean, not a, not a ethnic... Uh, uh, color, but from a biblical point of view, I can't think of the word. <laughs> also, <laughs> make sure you check out Kaleoscope, uh, which is another podcast. These are all podcasts connected to the Bar Network. God is doing an awesome thing, and we're so grateful. So make sure you check all those shows out. And, and uh, if nothing else, we'll see you guys next time. Yeah. What's up, bar listeners? It's finally here, the bar exclusive content. Yes, that's right. You can sign up to receive exclusive content as low as $2 a week or $5 a month, $50 for the year to get exclusive content. What is the exclusive content? I'm glad you asked. The exclusive content is additional information from my guests, extra time with them in like the green moon setting, laid back, them asking me questions, I ask them questions, and also the Facebook group. You get an invitation to the Facebook group where we will have discount codes for the bar gear and many many more make sure you sign up the links in the show notes join the vip inside the bar group and we'll see you there